to the Simply Healthy You podcast, your place for overcoming overwhelm with your health to reach your fullest potential. I'm your host, Casey Kane, and I am so pumped to have you here. I'm a recovering burnt out high achiever who was diagnosed with an autoimmune thyroid condition by my early 30s. I didn't realize that running myself ragged in the name of being superwoman and determined to achieve all the things in life was killing my body. I created this podcast so that you don't have to continue the struggle like I did for over a decade. I sat down, studied the data, and simplified what it means to prioritize your own health needs so that you can be the best for all the things on your to-do list. Everything you hear on this podcast, I have tested and implemented in my own super-packed life with my family to bring you the tips, tools, and strategies that will keep your life simply healthy. friend. Welcome to another episode of the Simply Health You podcast. I'm so grateful to be infiltrating your brain with today's topic. As always, my name is Casey Kane. I am a certified holistic nutritionist with a master's in psychology, and I'm here to bring you science-based conversations to help you live a healthier and happier life. First, I need to say a big thank you to each and every one of you who have been listening and sharing these episodes with your family and friends. It means a tremendous amount to me as I am podcasting in my closet and hoping that this wonderful information gets out to someone and makes a difference in your life. Really, if I can ch help change your life in any small way, it just means a tremendous amount to me um, as this podcast is really a labor of love for getting the information that I've learned uh, out to as many people as I can in a giant sea of misinformation, a giant fucking sea of nutrition misinformation. When you take the time to share these episodes, I, I do notice, I, I look at the views or the, the downloads on my episodes all the time and look at any reviews that come in. I mean, I, I really do pay attention to everything I notice and it helps us all really collectively change the conversation around nutrition, which is one of my ultimate goals. Change the conversation around mental health and just overall well-being. So thank you so much. Really needed to take a minute to say that. I've, I've been noticing as I've been more consistent with these episodes, you have more consistently listened and you have brought new people to these uh, podcast episodes. So thank you so very much from the bottom of my heart. Today is a life episode. <laughs> Today's really just a life-based episode because I don't think I'm the only person or I know for a fact, not I don't think, I know for a fact I'm not the only person experiencing this season of life right now and uh, experiencing the heavy weight of mental load. I really strive on this podcast to bring you the good, the bad, the ugly, and uh, seasons of life are definitely a part of that. I don't ever want this podcast to become only one note. Not that there's anything wrong with that. You know, some of my favorite podcasts for nutrition information really just stick to what they know and always talk about health and nutrition and always talk about it in the same particular way. And I learn a ton from them and that is their thing, right? But but here, I want you to come here for the nutrition information, but I also want you to come here when you need a dose of, of mindset, mental health support, a dose of reality just to feel a little less alone. Uh, while I love those other podcasts, I can't see myself necessarily doing everything that those people do uh, because I can't relate to their life. And so I really hope that, you know, by sharing some of these pieces of it, this is a place that you can relate to a little bit more. And uh, again, just not feel like you're so alone. I feel like we are digitally, technologically more connected now than we ever have been in history. And I also feel like we are so much more isolated because of it. So 
one of my favorite one of my favorite uh, podcasts that I listened to is a single Australian guy. I've talked about him in a few of my episodes before. And I mean, I love following him and I love listening to his podcast, but like the way that he eats and the way that he lives his life, it's beautiful. I mean, it makes me want to go to Australia for sure, but it's not realistic. It's not anything that applies to my life. So I don't relate to him personally in that way. I just enjoy the information that he shares. So Let's talk about seasons of life because we all have them. And, uh, you know, right now I'm just in a really hard fucking season. If you follow me on Instagram, you know this. I've been very transparent about it and very intentional. I I do want to say that it's hard to be vulnerable like this on social media these days. There's so many people who are keyboard warriors and quick to turn around and tell you that you're just fucking bitching and complaining. And, you know, that's, obviously not the reason why I share this information. The reason I share this information is because I have studied mental health. Uh, You know, my, my master's in psychology has shown me the importance of talking about mental health and talking about hard seasons and not just to normalize them to say, hey, okay, we're going through hard seasons, so I just got to, you know, grin and bear it. No, I, I think there are many ways that we can be coping better through these hard seasons so that they are not as debilitating as they have become for so many people. But, you know, right now is just, <laughs> it's a really hard fucking season for me. My son is 16 months old and he slept through the night maybe a handful of times and is an absolute nut. His energy levels are insane even when he does not sleep. His collective sleep, I should say, is still on point. And so I guess that's probably part of the problem is that we can't figure out how to consolidate it to most, mostly the nighttime, right? Uh, I've said to my husband numerous times that if he was our first child, there's a good chance he would be an only child because I'm not sure I would have gone for number two after having him. But I I do think that, you know, part of his personality is because he's a second child, right? He's trying to keep up with his four-year-old sister. So my daughter just turned four and she has been, you know, she was sleeping through the night after six months old. We didn't really have to do much to foster that. She was totally fine. Put her in the crib while she was awake and she would, you know, play in there until it was time until she felt ready to go to sleep and she would go to sleep at a reasonable time uh, most of the time and, and would sleep through the night. So, you know, she was a low sleep needs kid as far as naps go. She was always uh, tricking me on how long she was going to nap for. So that was a little aggravating at the time. But my mental health, my my overall well-being was a lot different when she was smaller because we were getting that consolidated sleep at night. And, you know, this... <laughs> I'm not doing well with this extended period of sleep deprivation. Uh, it's a bitch. No matter what the cause of your sleep deprivation might be, whether you have kids or not, uh, it will rob you of a lot when it comes to your physical and mental health. Now, the other piece of what I'm going through in particular right now is uh, managing more than one child certainly brings its own challenges, even if they both are independent and calm and and well-mannered and all of that. I mean, there's just, there's always points where kids are going to push their development, right? It's there. My, my kids are completely developmentally normal. I don't think there's anything wrong with my kids. Uh, they're just different that, you know, there's, there's plenty of people out there who are going to try to tell you that you need to sleep train and they're going to shame you for being a bad parent because your kids are misbehaving. Like we don't need any more of that toxic shit. Uh, <laughs> that's not what I'm here to talk about. You know, it, it is normal, but that doesn't make it any easier, right? It doesn't make it any easier for me right now, not getting a lot of sleep, trying to do my own things, trying to be my own person. This is where a lot of moms get lost in particular. I think uh, this is where for a lot of us, whether you have kids, whether you are a caregiver for other people, uh, whether you just um, have a lot on your plate, when 
you have to give so much of your energy to these other things, uh, it doesn't make it easier per se to know that it's a hard time, that it's normal, but it's a hard time, right? And it, uh, that's kind of what I'm trying to get at here. It sucks. It, it, it is allowed to suck. And even when you're talking about your kids, it is allowed to say like, hey, it just sucks right now that my son won't fucking sleep. You know, and my daughter over the past year has also gotten, uh, had some more issues with sleep. Uh, especially when we moved into our new house and she got a big girl bed and there was a lot of transition all at once. So I don't blame her again. I don't blame her. Uh, but you know, just trying to find some new routines and things that work, you know, things do work for a little while and then stuff changes and there's more and more of life happens. And it's just been a lot. It's been a lot more so for me than my husband, because, uh, you know, I am still breastfeeding. Thankfully we had a little bit of a scare when we were sick recently where I thought my son was going to stop entirely. I know my supply had dipped for a bit when I got sick and he just wasn't feeling well enough to sit there and wait (laughs) for, you know, the letdown and stuff to happen. So I, I got real nervous And uh, we're certainly not, we're breastfeeding maybe three times a day now, but I'm glad that we can continue. I really want to continue with him until two years old, just like I did with my daughter. Uh, My daughter started preschool recently. So, you know, managing schedules, again, whether you have kids or not, managing schedules can be something when there are certain times of year that maybe your job has a different schedule to it because of the nature of the work that you do. Uh, trying to you know, work on that transition for yourself, like school teachers. I know this is something that even though your schedule is predictable, you've got the summer where things are probably a little bit more flexible for you. And then you always have to gear up for that school year again, where you don't really have a lot of control over your schedule. Your teaching schedule is is largely dictated to you uh, and when your breaks are going to be and trying to figure out how you're going to take care of yourself in that time, right? It's There's a lot of, lot of transition that happens in life that creates these harder seasons for us to get through. And um, my, my kids are also just at ages where they're still really high needs. And I mean, they're four and 16 months, right? I would expect that they would be high needs. They're not even close to being independent people yet. And I don't want to rush through this time. Uh, I don't want to wish away this time. It's just, I love my kids. I, I love this time. I love watching their brains grow. I love seeing them interact. There's just so many hard moments to this season. I love them and I also don't enjoy being with them all the time, right? I, I think it's okay to be honest with ourselves about that and recognize that. Like, I just don't like being with them some of the time because it is so draining. It is so hard. And I think, you know, I've intentionally built my business and and worked with my husband to create a life where I can be home and still work towards something that I'm passionate about and not miss out on time with my kids. But, you know, there's definitely been days where, I want nothing more than to leave my house and work somewhere else. I I want to be a working mom. And I think there's plenty of moms out there who are working moms who probably wish that they had my situation as well, right? There's there's pros and cons to all of it. Life is just a lot sometimes because then there we have our 12 acres that we are trying to convert um, into some organic produce farming for next year. We're trying to do some some conservation efforts and, and plant, uh, you know, some pollinator plants and things that can help with the uh, the pollinators that we need. we need our butterflies and our bees and everything that are that are struggling and having a hard time surviving because we've got I mean we've got so much monocropping out here in in the Midwest and Indiana and there's there's no food for them in those places we also have a lot of soil erosion like our our lot is so it's so easy to see when you look at our neighbors how low 
our property is in some places because of soil erosion from just planting year after year monocropping over and over again. So we've got a lot of stuff going on there. Uh, then I'm also the main cook in our house. I'm the person keeping track of all the food prep and the grocery shopping and the meal planning. And, uh, you know, I also like to exercise, which has not happened, uh, consistently at all in months. And I also like to continue my education. I have to, in order to renew my, uh, holistic nutrition certification every two years. And, you know, I've got appointments for myself, uh, things that I need to do to take care of myself, things, appointments for the kids, uh, you know, my daughter's doing a dance and tumbling class now, you know, extracurricular things to get her involved in some different things, home projects. You know, we moved into a new house, but we kept it pretty bare bones because I like DIYing and I want to put our fingerprint on the whole thing. I mean, it's an endless amount of shit, right? Even if none of those things relate particularly to your life, I think what can relate here is there's just a lot of shit going on all the time. We all have these hard seasons where, it just, the mental load of what we are carrying at any given time is gigantic. The list of things that is repeating over and over in your head that gets added to every single day can be huge. And when it's all happening at the same time, when there isn't a slow season or a calm down, or when you're not getting enough sleep or you're not feeling well and, and things are going wrong physically in your body, it just adds to that mental load. And if you've never heard the term mental load before, uh, it is a real thing, uh, a term that we use to describe sort of like all of those things that you're keeping track of in your head, whether or not you physically write to-do lists or put things on your calendar, it doesn't matter, but it is the list of things that you are basically in charge of on a regular basis, right? Like we just had my daughter's birthday and I'm the one that plans the birthday. I'm the one that coordinates with family when the birthday is going to happen. This year, I had to coordinate getting uh, something you know, for school so that she could celebrate with her friends at school. I'm the one that typically coordinates buying the birthday presents. And you know, my husband contributes, but we have talked a lot about how it's so common for that that mental load to default to women, whether you are married and have kids or not. I think just by nature, we are more of the the caregivers, the nurturers, the ones who keep track of things, even in our own friend circle, there's, you know, you may be that person that helps to keep track and coordinate. And you're the person that's always planning the things and, and all of that kind of thing, right? It just, it's a part of our nature. And so my husband and I have had a lot of intentional conversations about how my mental load is huge and areas where he could take over and be responsible for some of those things. Like when my kids are growing out of their clothes, that's another thing that I had to change in the season. You know, my son doesn't have any clothes in the size that he needs right now, getting ready for fall and winter. None. Like at this point, all the clothes that I have saved for my daughter, they're far too uh, feminine. They're all too girly, different cuts and things like that for what he would be wearing. Like, I've tried to repurpose as much as I can. I did save all of her clothes, but we're at a point where, like, I need to buy him different clothes because everything that that she has at this size, looking at the 18-month size, it just doesn't work, right? So it's another thing that gets added to the list. You know, I, I have some... You, I think you get the point. It, it can be endless, right? And this episode isn't just a bitch fest because I know I hate those accounts on social media that always just seem to bitch, especially in the mom world, bitch about being a mom, bitch about their kids and their behavior and all that kind of stuff. There's a fine line, I think, between making a joke or a meme about hard moments and 
trying to bring some levity to collectively what we all have probably experienced at some point when it, and as compared to plain old bitching. I mean, there are some accounts who are just constantly pumping out that information and I've had to unfollow those. They seem funny at first, but I have found them very toxic for me. And just thinking that like, how could you possibly create video after video after video on social media about the all the negative shit that your kids do like uh, no thank you every once in a while you throw in something positive like i don't find that funny um anymore and and you know i think it's again there's a fine line there i wanted to share all of this in this episode because there's a chance that you're in a hard season right now too whether you have kids or not i think you can relate to the level of mental load and if if you're not going through a hard season right now, awesome for you. I love that for you. And we all will get there, right? Life ebbs and flows. We will, things go up and down. We will not always be in a hard season. We will get a break at some point. But, but my point, I guess, to this episode where I'm getting kind of rambly here is that the toll it can take on your health even for someone like me, even for someone who's hyper aware, who has a background in psychology, who has the education about nutrition, who I have tried so hard to really support my body and stay in front of this as much as possible. At some point, it is going to take a toll on your health. It's just when it when it is a longer hard season as as the one that I have been feeling, uh, it's it's a pretty significant impact that it can have. And you know, I've talked about I'm definitely feeling it. I've seen an increase in anxiety that I haven't had in years. And, you know, we got super sick in the last few weeks and it was a germ my daughter brought home from school, but, you know, she had it first for a few days, then my son caught it. And so at the end of her healing, you know, he started getting sick. And then at the end of him being sick, I got sick. It just felt like fucking weeks. (laughs) And obviously when your body is fighting something, you're going to get further depleted. It's going to burn through a lot of things a lot faster. And again, as much as I know, as much as I tried to supplement and, and do all the things that I could, uh, it's just hard. It's just hard to keep up and keep yourself from having any sort of physical impact from hard seasons like this when it all just kind of keeps piling one after the other. I spent so much time caring for them and then caring for myself while also doing all the things. I said to my business mentor the other day that I'm actually looking forward to October. <laughs> and beyond because it's just the holidays. And she was like most people the holidays are like the most busy and stressful time of year. And you're telling me, eh, it's just the holidays. <laughs> she laughs because she tells me all the time she she doesn't have any kids. And she says to me all the time, she has no fucking clue how how I function because she would die. Uh, she she needs her hermit time and she needs her alone time. And I get that. I mean, I I love that too. And someday I, I will have that hermit time again, uh, but not right now, right? I... I I can't say that I have any grandiose wisdom to share on this episode of how to get through these hard seasons, but uh, as I've said many times, I think you really need to focus on the basics. You need to sleep as much as you have control over your sleep to, to get as much as you can. You need to nourish yourself. You need to move your body. You need to get sunlight and you need to have connection. I think those are really like the five foundations of of what you need to have all the time in order to get through these hard seasons. And it's, it's very easy when you're super busy to, you know, not get up from your desk and, and move yourself every couple of hours. It's really easy to skip meals because you just have too much going on and you're just trying to get all the things done. Don't do it. Don't fall into the trap. Don't let your life start to feel like the movie Groundhog's Day. I might be dating myself here (laughs) when I say that, but I know for me, 
it started to feel like that uh, over the past few weeks. And I had to consciously say, okay, I know you're trying to survive right now. I know that you're trying to get through this season as best as possible and focus on the basics, but you need to find something for yourself. You need to do something. And, and I'm so grateful for the people I have in my corner supporting me, especially in my business to remind me of these things. Like you need to do something for yourself every couple of days, at least just try to do something right now for me. Maybe that's taking a long shower at night when the kids are in bed and my husband can watch the monitors. Um, and I can just have some quiet time to myself in the shower or it's going out on the tractor. Honestly, I have not allowed my husband to use our tractor (laughs) for the most part since we've gotten it because I can go out there and I can listen to music. I tried listening to podcasts once and I said, you know what? I'm not doing that. I'm not keeping my brain on to do anything if I don't want to. So I put music on and I just go out there and I cruise around for hours. Yes, I know the shower is necessary hygiene. Yes, I know the tractor is also getting something done at the same time. And there are plenty of self-care advocates out there that will say like, this isn't good enough. You need to do more things that are a hundred percent selfish, but fuck that. Honestly, I don't have time for that shit. And if that helps me feel better, it counts. It's not possible for us all the time, um, for all of us all the time to do 100% selfish things. I think sometimes like it has to be those things that help us feel a little bit of relief. And I think you need to make that work for you in whatever way you can to get through the hard season. You know, there is... I do have a lash appointment and brow appointment that I do every eight-ish weeks, right? That's completely selfish for me. Uh, It's not very frequent, but it's a few times a year that I get to do that for myself. Um, I still also make sure that I go to PT once a month to help with all of the tension that builds up in your body during these hard seasons. That definitely has has an impact on your health. You have a lot of tension that gets stored in your muscles and your fascia, and and it's really important to release that as well for your well-being. And once a month, the whole family goes to the chiropractor, which again, helps to release some of that. And those are a hundred percent, like my adjustment is for me. It's not for anybody else. It directly impacts me. So I don't really care what it looks like for you. And I don't think it should look the same through all of your seasons, but during the hard season, you have to get something in, you have to do something. If you're in a hard season, I see you. And if you don't have anybody supporting you and encouraging you to take some time for yourself whether that is just taking a 20 minute shower or uh, I don't know what going for a drive, go out in your car and go for a drive or something and have some quiet time. Honestly, some of the time for myself is now the, the car rides back and forth to preschool where I'm in the car by myself. You know, that that's a time where I could, I could do whatever the hell I want within the driving limits, of course, uh, during that time, you know, connecting, And having people in your corner are possibly the most important things, I think, during these hard seasons. So if you don't have that, I want to help. I want to help be that person for you to encourage you um, and, and, and support you carrying that mental load. When I met with the Simply Healthy team the other day, I was running on about four hours of sleep and I cried multiple times during our call and we were just talking about planning stuff. I mean, it wasn't like we had an overly serious call. There was happy tears, there was sad tears uh, and they were all there to support me and encourage me and take shit off my plate. And I think that's really important. You have to find those people in your life who can help distribute the weight a little bit. And that's what real connection will do for you when they, you know, believe so much in what I do and, and what they do as a part of my team, they're going to help make the dream happen no matter how much, no matter how much I can't feel it at this moment. Right. And I think that's something that's, we, 
when we're in a hard season, we can't feel, we know there's a light at the end of the tunnel, but we can't feel it. We can't see how to get there. It's sometimes there's no end in sight, no matter how much we can try to cheerlead ourselves. And we need those other people to be like, Hey, I I can help. Let me help carry the load. Right. I'm a little biased, but the team for Simply Healthy Academy is like none other short of coming to your house, which don't put it past us. If you live close to us, we may show up at your house if needed. Um, We really do go above and beyond. And I have felt that in this hard season of life for me right now with the connections that I have to my team, we go above and beyond for every single client. Even when you can't show up for yourself, we are there showing up for you and getting you closer to where you want to be. And we've really only just begun to harness all the amazingness that every one of the coaches brings to this program, as well as, you know, my team behind the scenes who help keep everything functioning and help clients get what they need in a timely fashion. I couldn't do all of this by myself. We have some tremendous things coming for the next round that we're all really fucking excited about. So if you are listening to this episode in real time, now is the time to lock in your spot. I didn't, I mean, I didn't plan on talking about Simply Healthy Academy, but I think it really goes hand in hand with these hard seasons of life where we feel like we can't take care of ourselves and you need people behind you encouraging you and supporting you and holding you accountable to taking care of yourself and making sure that you make it through the hard season without completely destroying your health. So I already have women enrolled and VIP spots are going very fast. There's a very limited number of VIP spots because those are the people who get extra one-on-one attention, extra one-on-one calls in addition to the group program. So you definitely want to reach out. If this is something you've been thinking about, even in the slightest way possible, let's chat about it and see if this is going to be a good fit for you right now. In the hard seasons, taking care of yourself is so, so fucking important. And I'm reminded of that every single day, even when it gets hard for me, uh, you know, having people, having my team reminding me of how to take care of myself uh, is really important. Trying to do this alone is fucking impossible. I would tell you right now, I would have quit everything if it wasn't for them. So let us help you. I'll actually put the link to the application. Why not? I'll put the link to the application in the show notes. Even if you are listening to this at a later date, that application is always live and you can enroll anytime for an upcoming round. So fill it out. It sends the information to me. I look it over and then we schedule a call to talk more about the program, talk more about what it is that you're looking for, what you're needing help with right now, and whether or not the program would be a good fit for you. Um, So just, I mean, no pressure, fill it out and we'll chat. And if it's not a good fit, I will be the first one to tell you, I promise, you know, because I think that this needs to work well for both of us to make sure that you get the most out of this program. So I hope that your mental load is not too heavy right now. And in case it is, reach out. I'd love to chat. I hope that, uh, I hope that you can just, you know, feel a little bit better and knowing you're not alone today from today's episode. So thanks as always for listening and I'll catch you next time. Thank you so much for listening to the Simply Healthy You podcast. If these episodes are resonating with you, go ahead and click that subscribe button and leave a review with all the great nuggets that you're taking away from today's episode. I promise you, I read every single one of them as your feedback is really valuable to me in creating future episodes. As your host, I look forward to having you join me for the next episode. But in the meantime, remember, keep it simple and eat more plants.